Welcome to the Nobel Prize ceremony meeting now, our host. Crystal Clear here, hosting the Nobel Prize Awards and more Morgulons. I do it all, y'all, doing it from Atlanta Freedom House. One of the most exquisite venues in the world. Yes, indeed. If you love being surrounded by Morgulons, because somebody must have told them where I live, because they're all over this exquisite venue I call home. Joke's on them. I've been researching them, and pretty soon I'll be All the Nobel of... laureates receiving the Nobel medals and diplomas from the hands of His Majesty. Oh, that's nice. Uh, what about the prize, man? And I will come back to that a bit later on. What about the prize, man? And when we today are honoring the greatest minds within science, what and what could man? be a better way doing so than with music by one of the great this composer ever walked oh my on God, planet you're too Earth. much you flatter me but if you want to hear some of my music let's do this thing what the hell i'm gonna win the nobel gonna get it done in 2021 not this year not this year not this year not this year Listen here, it's crystal clear, and you gotta go and don't even know why you're on this show. That's right. I think I've been making some very interesting discoveries. I'm having epiphanies. Trust me, when there's a white lady in Atlanta rapping about the Morgulons, you better stay tuned. We're gonna have a great episode today. Thanks for listening. You're gonna see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before I begin the legend of the parasitic space worm that has invaded my body and stolen my heart, I'd like to briefly share with you another personal experience about getting the Moderna coronavirus vaccine on Friday. Y'all, I thought I was going to die. Sweats, chills, tears, headaches, gastrointestinal, I won't go into it, fatigue, Myalgia, which means my muscles were hurting, y'all. My lower back felt like it was in a vice grip. Fucking miserable. But I will say, interestingly enough, I think it might have helped my Morgulons a little bit. Which, you know, could be possible. The innate immune response, which is the generalized response that tries to fight everything as opposed to the adaptive immune response, which focuses on fighting one thing and therefore gets good at fighting it and may even prevent it. And Moderna claims that their vaccine does prevent symptomatic coronavirus. Y'all, that is an important distinction to make. It doesn't prevent 95% of people from getting it. It prevents them from getting a symptomatic case, however they define that. Moderna, which has never brought a product to market, is about to cha-ching, make about a billion and a half dollars, potentially, on their first product. The R&D, which usually takes years 
63 days from the genome being sequenced and then about mm, 10 or 10 and a half months later, sticking it in my arm. Didn't even bother to do any animal trials, y'all. So it's either one of the greatest achievements of any small biotech firm formerly financed by venture capitalist funded by the American government and bukus of American cash tax dollar style as it should be because we should all be getting it for free. And I'm, I'm so happy and glad to say that we are. This is the one exception, America. At least you did one thing right. Of course, you're not doing it uh, enough or fast enough. But then again, I can't even say because if it has some kind of crazy down the road side effect or syndrome, Y'all, if I wake up with that Jillian Barr shit where you go paralyzed, mm. But anyway, that vaccine packed such a punch. It punched my morgulons. Next order of business, want to share with you an app that I discovered. I discovered it like Christopher Columbus. No, I just went into the app store and I was like, uh, leaf identification. Because there's been all these leaves, quote unquote, um, that have been just... It's astounding, you guys. I, there are, these things are everywhere. They're all over my floors inside. They're all over and around my back porch, screened in porch, my back patio, my driveway around my car. My car is also surrounded by dead worms. Um, some of them I recognize, others I don't. Uh, but these leaves are really what's been bothering me. Um, the way they just show up out of nowhere, and it's just, they're odd. Like, what kind of leaves are they? Uh, like I said many times on this show before, my backyard is full of 100-foot-tall loblolly pines. I think I have uh, a couple of magnolias in the very back, and then I think a poplar. Um, but point being... None of the leaves that are everywhere all the time around me resemble any of the leaves of the trees in my backyard, nor the shrubs, uh, nor the plants, nor nothing, nothing, nothing in the neighbor's house next door and nothing in the neighbor's house on the other side. If Morgulons comes from the environment, then I need to be able to identify the things in the environment around me. Environment which all three of the people I know, including myself, who got Morgulons at the same time, were spending a lot of time in that uh, area. Can you believe all of that just to get back to my app recommendation? iNaturalist, yes. Like iPhone, but iNaturalist. Um, it's a really cool app. Y'all can connect with me on there, I guess. Why not? Uh, Heart of Grass is my username. Pretty cool. Clever. I know. Thank you. Um, but I've been just taking pictures of some of the weird-ass fucking shit around my house um, that just shows up and uh, would love to uh, compare Morgulons uh, with y'all Morgies out there, even though that sounds kind of like dirty or something. Let's compare Morgulons. Uh, it's not though, it's scientific research without the expertise, but we can find that. Even if you don't think that you have Morgulons, I would love to see like what kind of leaves are like fluttering around your house, um, especially if you live in the same region as me, but really anywhere you live, because it's just interesting. Nature is interesting. I mean, aside from Morgulons, I have a very 
profound appreciation and delight in observing and learning about this beautiful creation. Thank you, Holy Ghost and Evolution. But yeah, it's a cool app because you can get on there. And by the way, I should be getting paid for this, y'all. But I, y'all, I will plug something for free if I really actually like using it. And um, it's a cool app because you can take a picture of something or choose one from your camera roll, and then it will run like a visual, you know, some kind of AI software that tries to match it, like like face recognition, but like bug recognition, leaf recognition. And that's the cool thing. It's not just plants. It's the flora and the fauna. All the kingdoms of this beautiful creation we share. And you can share it. That's the whole point. And, they, you know, like you can compare. And I think that that's another piece of basic research. I mean, how visually similar are uh, what independently we across the world define as Morgulons? How much do these objects look like one another? And what would rationally explain that? Where were the places they were found? Under what circumstances? That could shed light on it too. There must be a rational explanation for Morgulons. And with all the unknown species out there, wouldn't scientists love to crowdsource this job of discovery, you know? When you really start researching and diving into the subspecialties of the subspecialties of zoology, botany, uh, mycology, parasitology. Parasitology alone. If you ever read the book Parasite Rex, you will know that there's a vast undiscovered world out there of shit that just wants to set up shop in your body. I'm sure there are myriad number of obscure organisms that nobody out there, whether medical doctor, scientific expert, Southern Baptist preacher, nobody should claim that anything about Morglons is outside the realm of possibility. There's a lot of weird shit going on out there in parasitology, y'all. I don't know if y'all have ever been surfing those internet waves and then just jumped off and done a deep dive into the wild world of, like, ribbon worms. Fucking Google it. Um, you look on YouTube. There's some crazy shit, ribbon worms. Um, there's a hot pink one that I swear to God, like, I... <laughs> Not not the one that has the like weird proboscis, but the uh, the worm was the exact same color. Just saying, it looks like something that could be related in the same not species, obviously, but genus. Um, so anyway, <laughs> iNaturalist app. I was using it. I was taking a picture of something that just showed up in my kitchen. Uh, the other day, and it led me down uh, a path that was unexpected. It is interesting what I found. Care to join me? Well, you will just have to join me tomorrow for the next episode where I tell you about what I identified on iNaturalist. It's a cliffhanger, y'all. I hope you will stick around and hang out with more Morgulons, uh, some more next time I come to town. All right. I really appreciate you being here and listening tonight. I've got the fake Corona, so I'm tired and I'm going to bed.